This is Sarah Elizabeth, and you're listening to Front Porch Radio in Columbia, Tennessee, 101.7 WKOM. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. 
Quick Mart convenience stores conveniently located all across southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. Want to give you a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, do we have one for you today. We're pumped, fired up, folky, prepared. All those, all the slogans, all the things you can think of. Because I'm getting to hang out today with my with my boys, with my boys today. My boys. My boys. And who are my boys? I'm trying to think of who they are. Let's see. Today's Thursday. So who are my boys? Oh, let's see. Today we've got, okay, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Oh, we've got Dixon. He's one of my boys. Uh, we've got John Adams. He's one of my boys. We've got Brian Hartman. He's one of my boys. Great Thursday to the panel. Thursday, panel, panel Thursday. Panel, how we doing? Don't everybody, uh, don't everybody speak, out. don't everybody we're, speak we're, at once. You're getting out today? We're thawing out totally. Thawing out. Right. Have you been out, Brian? Cause we have not been off that, just to get off that hill. Bum, bum, bum. Now we're well, up in the big league. Bum, bum, bum. The plan is to go out today. That's your plan? In, since Sunday. That's the plan. That's yes. your plan? Yep. I try to get back and get it, get back in before the next round comes. The next little small ain't round comes. That tonight. the damn truth. Ain't that the truth? You know, I think the first couple days you're like, okay, I'm I'm okay staying in for a bit, but then once you get to day three and day four, you're just kind of like, oh, screw it, I'm getting out of this. Mm-hmm. The main, let everyone else get over the main roads. Let those get treated. Let those get to the point where. All you got to do is get to one, and you're fine. Mm-hmm. Let everyone else go over it first, so they make it safer when you finally venture out. Mm-hmm. Does it sound like I'm listening to Brian Hartman, Matt Dexter? Does it sound like I'm just kind of blowing him off when I say, mm-hmm, to him? Which one? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't sound like you heard anything he said. God! Probably kind of fitting for you. You know, probably something you did yesterday, I think. Dixon's accused me of that in the past. Dixon's accused me of that in the past, not listening. Laura says I do that. Laura goes, you didn't hear a word I said. And I'll go, okay. Well, John Adams that John Adams will later on, I'm sure, when he comes on. And I spit it right back to her, like what she said. And she gets like almost like pouty about it. I'm like, well, you just told me I wasn't listening to you. And I just proved to you I was. Do I get like a bonus for that? Do I get something? And they just kind of, she just kind of looks at me like, no, not really. Matt, what did you say, Matt? Say that again. I'm sorry. What did you, say? Say, huh? What did you just say, Matt? No, I, I, I think you did that yesterday on on air when you had you had Watson Brown on, and you know it's your your show. Your name's on it, but you let him at, at least twice. He mentioned that the SEC in college football needs Alabama to be good. 
and they, they don't need them to fall off. And you and and even Brian and I'll I'll even throw Cinco into this. None of you guys stood up to defend the freedom that college football needs. You guys let Watson Brown, you know, just kind of talk about how great Alabama was and is and needs to be and, and how great Bear Bryant was. And none of you guys stood up for, for the good of humanity and the good of college football. And it was really disappointing to hear or not hear. And so you guys just kind of let him fluff, fluff the tide and their this turmoil period there where they're losing players left. And I mean, they're going to lose their best offensive lineman to Iowa. And Iowa still hadn't even hired an offensive coordinator. And they're going to lose their best player, period, to Georgia. And here you guys are, are letting Watson Brown say we need Alabama to, to stay good. What's happened here to and this thing? That was, that was really disappointing to hear. I mean, maybe it's just because I've been you know, stuck inside for two or three days, but that was – I mean, I got, I got red over that. Yesterday, I won't lie. You guys just not, nobody stood up to defend that moment of truth, and you just let let somebody fluff up the tide. Uh, no, 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 whoa, 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 no! Wait a second here. Where does that come from? What do you mean? Where? Where? Tell me where that comes. from. Okay, so yesterday on the air, Watson Brown did say those things. Okay, here's where I'm at with Watson. Well, I'm going to fight with him. We want me to argue with him? You want me to fight with him? I mean, John Adams, uh, presented by the great Jennifer Morris Keller Williams. I mean, he gets that LSU stuff in there. I mean, what am I going to do? Fight with him? Well, he, you know? he's, he's no showing today again. So next move, um, your uh, next move, SmokyMountains.com is her website. And, and look, Adams has kind of got Adams has that LSU thing in him. You heard. Yesterday, you heard Watson Brown say that he uh, had an opportunity under Perkins to go back there and, you know, be a coach. These guys that grew up in the South, Matt, I just come to the conclusion, like Philip Fulmer, for instance. One of Philip Fulmer's hobbies, at least it was when he coached at Tennessee, was collecting Bear Bryant playbooks. He would scour swap meets, places like that. People would bring them to him, uh, whatever. But he had a collection of Bear Bryant um, playbooks. And so, Matt, I just say to you that it is an it is understood on this program, absolutely understood, that I am going to cheer against Alabama. But what is what is your so what is your charge against me? I want to make sure I understand this. You you let Watson Brown say that we need Alabama to stay good and stay at the top, and I just that's just not true at all. I hope they lose every game they ever play. I did let him say that, and you you guys let him. He said that at least twice. He and did. You let him kind of fluff up fluff up the dead bear that you that you say Alabama fans worship. You let Watson but Brown he was kind doing of do it. that. Yeah, he was giving some love to the dead I mean, bear. Brian, Brian, why didn't you step up too? I mean, I, I would have been really proud of you if you had stood up and said, "We're not, we're not doing this to Alabama. Everybody else does. We'll let the national media do it and cry about how we need to change the rules because all of a sudden Alabama's getting raided. They're crying. I mean, That's right, Matt. They're crying. Everybody's everybody's sucking up to Wait him, a second. And somebody attack- needs to stand up for the rest of it. Wait a second. He's attacking me. Um. 
I'm sorry, I was getting ready to join his chorus, but it's actually he's attacking me. Brian, how do you answer for yourself? Did you hear Watson do that, or were you uh, often never, never land in the four corners of your mind? Yeah, from truth or consequences. I heard, uh, I heard him say that, and I thought out. I thought to myself, I didn't think he should say something like that, knowing the audience, right? But, but he's an ex fan. He's not. I had to think to myself, well, he's not a Tennessee fan. He's a he's an ex Vanderbilt coach. Yes, and. That's that's something that I'd expect an ex Vanderbilt coach to say. That's not something well, that I would think another still, fan would say. It, it, it so it wasn't disappointing. Really, so Matt, yeah, you were dis- I, or, I, I mean, wanted it, it, to say something. It like remi- that. reminded me of you know pr- President Bush after nine eleven said there's no distinction between the terrorists and those who harbor them. And Watson Brown is obviously a Bama harborer, <laughs> and you guys are kind of harboring the harborer. So, in a way, you're kind of a terrorist, just like Alabama football. <laughs> All right, let me ask. Let me ask the living listener here. I'm, I'm gonna force you to choose a side here. You're in the spot I'm in. Okay. Should I have called Watson Brown out for saying that yesterday? I think I think you did say something later in the show about how he wasn't he here, Brian. Alabama, right? What Mattis he got off the What show. Matt is saying. Because we did a full segment after that about how we're popping, pop, popping popcorn because Sean was talking about the Wetzel reporting on the deal and some of the other reports, which are that this new coach didn't even call the recruits line. And once you don't call the recruits line, once you don't call the recruits, it's over. I mean, you got to show those guys love on the front end because they're looking for a reason to get out of there anyway. So... Let's do a two-prong. Let's do a two-prong questionnaire for the living listener here. Two prongs. One, is Matt Dixon right? Or did I do the right thing in affording Watson Brown the respect befitting of a guy who, you know, has kind of given us his time throughout the year, loves being on here. Uh we're going to continue to have him on. He he enjoys it and enjoys talking ball with us and he's a great resource for us and I think Matt, you would agree. He's taught us some football, right? I mean, he's he's been very good on here. He's been a good resource for. He's been a good, good ally and a good teammate. Yes. Oh yeah, very much so. I, I enjoy listening to him. He gives great insight and you know tells us some stuff that that the average fan just does, wouldn't wouldn't realize or know. So yeah, I, I I think he's been an asset. He just you know let, you let him go a little too far yesterday. So your problem isn't so much with him. It squarely rests with me, Brian, and Sean, who we just sat here and let it happen. Yes, yes. And yeah, he can he can cheer for who he wants to. He's got some ties, some personal ties and professional ties. That that doesn't bother me. I mean, he's a you know, he's a, like Brian said, he's an ex Vandy coach. He doesn't like Tennessee. So what should I have said? It's, well, well, it's, okay, Matt, what what would you have said? Let's say you're in that spot. Okay, I'll I be watching. Cut, cut him off and said, we, no, we do not need Alabama good. They've just rained on the sport for 15 right, let's years try it. and killed the joy. Let, let's try it. You ready? I'm going to try it. I'll be Watson Brown, and you be me. You ready? Ask me about Kellen DeBoer and, uh, wh- and wh- what advice you'd give him. All right, Watson. What what advice would you, as a, as a former coach who's been in this league, what would you give Kalen DeBoer now that he's taken over that pressure cooker in Tuscaloosa? That's a great question. <laughs> I can't 
can't do him. I want to get Scoo in there you know, so I'll, bad. I'll Hang on, Brian. I want to get Scoo. Hang on. Let me get Scoo in there. Scoo. When you go Scoo. to a Scoo. I'm sorry. I just want to say that the most important thing, the most important, I can't, is to be yourself. That's the most important thing is to be yourself. And, you know, we need Alabama to be good again. We don't need Alabama to fall off. The Southeastern Conference doesn't need Alabama to fall off. The Southeastern Watson, Conference. Watson, I, I got to stop you right there, Watson. Okay. You know, you're probably, I think you're, you're thinking of that tea time this afternoon. Uh, we, we do not. Well, that's personal. You can't say him. something like that to him. You can't get personal. Why not? You know him pretty well. I'm, I'm being you in this situation. I mean, I'm, you're the one that came on telling him he's going to play golf in, you know, eight inches of snow. <laughs> Brian, did you um, think about, hey, this is I'm, gonna... I'm standing up for Tennessee, the rest of the SEC, and the rest of college football in the free world here. That's all, that's all I'm doing. Second part of the question is, okay, so who are you siding with, me or Matt? Because, look, I'm going to say right now, ordinarily, if it was one of my boys, I would jump him. But I kind of hold Watson in. No offense to these these jamokes I hang out with on a daily basis with a V. But I kind of hold him in a. He he hasn't quite penetrated the walls of being somebody I can clap at yet. Now maybe that'll happen. But I uh, I just couldn't do it, Brian. Did you think about I clapping at him, Brian? Yesterday, did you think about clapping yeah. at him? I did. It, it did stand out of my mind. Really? I wish, you know, I don't think he should say that. So, Darn but, it. but, you know, no, none of the callers after we had him on right. brought that up. Right. And I shouldn't have asked him if he planned on betting against betting on Alabama or had bet on him and won money off of him. <laughs> That's Maybe one of your great him. moments, Brian. I forgot to tell Plaster that that you asked Watson if he had some action from week to week. Um, because <laughs> Plaster literally would probably pee himself he'd laugh so hard at that um okay so back to the task at hand here alabama they're not in free fall but this is a lot of fun watching them collapse and and they're having a mini collapse here they're getting to see what the rest of the world has to deal with so i'm going to ask you a question regarding that are you happy to see it, or the loss of Downs, the loss of Bond, the loss of the um, tackle, Proctor? Is that enough? The loss of the kids off their off their is that enough pain for them, or, or do you want them on the ground? Do you want Alabama on the ground? And then. I, I was talking with a friend of mine last night who's pretty knowledgeable about the sport. We were sort of comparing notes. He thinks DeBoer is going to win there eventually. He he doesn't think he's going to win like Nick Saban. Nobody will. But he thinks DeBoer is a pretty good hire. He does not think they're going to go back to the days of Mike DuBose, uh, the Shula guy, some of the other horrendous hires that they made down through the years. He still thinks they'll be a perennial playoff type contender he said look in two years he got washington to a national championship game after taking over for jimmy lake so matt dixon 
865-200-5402 if you want to get in with us. Matt Dixon's calling me out. And maybe he has a good point. I, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not, I don't pretend to know all the answers, but Matt's take on me is you sat here yesterday, and I think Watson Brown did it three times, to be honest with you. I think he went that route three times. Each time, Matt, to be honest, I kind of blanched, I kind of winced a little bit, and I swallowed it each time because I'm just trying to be respectful toward him. But maybe Matt has a good point. Maybe, maybe I should have, maybe I should have seeked and destroyed there. Keep it there. That's good. Maybe, maybe Matt. Here, put it, you can put it back here. Maybe Matt has a. Maybe thank you. Maybe Matt has. You can leave it there. What are you doing? Oh gosh, I'm getting treated like I'm twelve. This is this is what we're talking about. You're doing like three things at once, Tom. No, okay. Laura just brought me a tea in here. I had already poured myself a tea, but it's in an open container. She took the open container away, and she gave me a closed container, and looked at me like, <laughs> "Why do you have an open container around the equipment?" And she and, and I kids, said, "A kid's drink." And I said, "Yeah," and that's right. She gave me a kid's drink, and that's why I said, "You treat so. me, you treat me like I'm kid." Which did happen in real time. Um, but here's the question for the listener. Do you think I should have jumped Watson Brown and said, no, we have a zero tolerance policy for Alabama here? Because I do have a zero tolerance policy for Alabama. I, I'm of the belief that the Southeastern Conference does not care about you. You can care about it all you want. Here's the thing about Southeastern Conference. It's really fun to be a part of it. I'm really proud to be here. I'm really proud that we're a part of it. I don't cheer for them. I'm really proud that it's a demented part of the world. And this side of the English Premier League, there's nothing like it in the world in terms of a sports league. And the way that the fan reacts with the sport. All these sports. I mean, Tennessee had... The lower bowl almost filled the other night, and it was like five degrees outside, and we're having a 30-year winter storm, uh, whatever we're having here, episode, whatever this is. Like I was talking to Mo Hanks this morning, can't get off his hill. A bunch of people still can't, you know, like like where I live, I can't, I haven't moved. I'm wearing the same clothes I was wearing yesterday. I mean, where am I going? <laughs> it's a very crimson outfit you got on. That's Philadelphia Stars, USFL. That's all right. Let's go to the phones. I, I want to hear what you have to say because I I explained myself. Maybe Matt's a good point. Maybe I failed you yesterday. Maybe I should have jumped him and said, "Hey, no, 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 no. This is zero tolerance policy." Because one thing I will say that Matt's right about, and I tried to agree with him while he was still ripping me, but I can agree with him now that the rip jobs are. I think the rip jobs over, but. It's really funny how when the other other rosters, these coaches change, change, and rosters get rated, and recruiting classes get rated, and Matt, that national media, not a damn word said about it. Not a word. All of a sudden, Matt, it happens to Alabama, and several of those voices are saying what, Marty Smith? What are they saying, Marty? 
Tell me what they're saying, Marty. Marty we, got stuck in the snow the other night. <laughs> oh, they 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 need they're demanding change that this can't happen. This is so unfair. When they picked is, when they picked us apart like a dead carcass on the side of the road, like roadkill. Who was fighting for us? And I'm not practicing tribalism here. I'm just calling it what it is. I'm calling it what it is. The Southeastern Conference experience is a wonderful one, but, man, it's a one-sided street. Bino, when he took me, see, Joshy boy, you're not the only one under wings. Bino took me under wings 25 years ago when he first got to know me, and he said, hey, I want to explain something to you. And I said, okay, I'm a good listener. And he said, this league is all about the University of Alabama in football and then Kentucky in basketball. And then everybody else kind of fits in where they will. He said, well, when the time comes, the league's always going to do things to benefit those two schools in those two sports. And if you understand that, you kind of understand the league. Matt, has the league changed as it's expanded? Or are we still in the same Southeastern Conference in your alleged opinion? Uh, it, it's still the same Southeastern Conference. Okay. And that's why I think I disappointed Matt yesterday. Because I had an old guard guy, guy on me yesterday. And I had a chance to fight for our right to party, and I didn't do it. Now, does Watson Brown, is he the guy that deserves to get that unleashed on? That's the question today. Was I being a fake, a fraud, and a phony? Was I being a hypocrite, a liar, and a thief yesterday? Let's go to the phones. And it's our TLD Logistics phone line today on a Thursday. It's a John Adams. Where's John Oh, he probably. What would John Adams say if he were here, Matt? Since he's late joining the pool, what would he say, Matt? Uh, he would. He would probably kind of take the Watson Brown side, where can't be a fan. Yeah, can't, can't gotta, have fun. Got to be Got to be yeah. neutral, and and yeah, he's, he's a fan. fan. He's, he's part of the media, but he's a Hall fan. of Fame media member. He's got to play that. Play that card. He's so H O F. He's H O F. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't hold that against. I mean, I, well, I do hold it against him, but his name's not on the show. <laughs> his name's not on the show. Wow! To the phones we go. Is Basilio right or is Dixon right? I think Basilio is right personally. Hello and welcome in. Hey guys, Paulie one. Paulie, welcome in. Happy Thursday, gentlemen. Same to you, brother. Not only am I going to have to agree with Dixie, guys. I gotta agree with him twice, not even once, twice. Twice, okay. What what two points are we agreeing with Dixon on? First one is the way it was embarrassing how we let him uh, our, the the rate common radio for the common fan to back Alabama. That's one. That was one. That was one area where you waffled, Tony. And uh, the second area is when our. Uh, our other um, contributor, Cinco, is, you know, takes personal shots at, at callers. And, and you backed him on that, too. No, I didn't hear that. What, what did he say? Uh, you guys were just going like you normally do, going after the barnstormers. And then uh, Cinco went on a holier and holier um, rant about why don't we, um, why, they need, why don't they, um, worry about their own personal lives more than Rich Bruins' uh, win and loss record in March. 
Brian, did Cinco say that yesterday when I was like in here shuffling papers? Do you remember that? I thought he was talking about message boards, people. Yeah, I don't think he was talking about. I don't think he was talking about the barnstormers. I think he was talking about. I think he was talking about the keyboard cowards out there. No, you're wrong, definitely about that one. But Are you sure? Brian, Are you sure you're not being overly am, sensitive as a as a barnstormer? I am positive. When are you going to cross over? Are you coming to the conclusion I mean, I mean, that we I'm, are yeah. going to San... No, we're not going to San... That's Scott McKenzie. We're going... To, by the time we get to Phoenix, big boy, you'll be smiling. You know, I, the the reason why I fell in love with this Basilio show about 15 years ago... Yes. People, you know, they said an opinion. Right. And they, and, and they, they, they stayed behind it, you, you know... And you didn't get blasted. But they didn't stay wrong. That's not true. See, when somebody comes on here with a wrong opinion, they get argued with. That's just like it's not wrong. Just like you're in a barbershop. It absolutely is a wrong opinion where you are on Barnes right now. It's a wrong opinion. Right now? Yes. You beat Georgia and Florida, man. It's a top five team. It's a top five team in America. If you if you if you chucked out Tony's talking points today at the very top, you'd see why. You need to get on board. Everybody gotta, needs to get on and, board. And, and uh, Brownie Boy yesterday, when you guys were talking about the, the Chicago Bulls sports fans, okay, and how disgraceful it was to make Krause's widow cry, okay, in the background you got you got Brownie Boy saying, Polish Joe. Oh, you did yeah. that, Brian? Now, Brian, did you do that? I need to pay more attention to my show and what goes on on it. Yeah, I did that. Brian! <laughs> Brian now, apologize like to Paulie Joe. He wasn't there to make Krause's widow cry. You would Brian, boo- that's like assuming you threw the damn golf ball at Lane Kiffin. You, w- you wouldn't do that, would you, Paulie? Hell no. Exactly. So, Brian... I mean, what, what are we... What Brian, are we you owe, Brian, you owe this um, uh, brain-doning barnstormer an apology. So, go ahead. If you're... If you're gonna I'm, take so, I'm sorry, Polly Joe. He says he's sorry. If you're going to take shots, if you're going to take shots, he said he's he said he's sorry. I'm not. I'm done with Brian. My last point is, if you're going to take shots at these loyal, do callers you accept? That you got, do you accept uh, Brian's apology? Absolutely. But listen, if you're going to take shots at your loyal callers that are calling, you better start taking shots for these terrible sheep that call. Do you want sheep to call all day? That's a sports thank animal. Thank you. Thank you. What? <sighs> Thanks, Matt. I appreciate you starting this. It's really great. It's wonderful. So Matt's of the opinion that yesterday I failed you, and that now I get, I guess we opened it up to get double barrel attacked by Polly Joe. Let's go back to our phones and see what else awaits us here. As we get our next call in, hello and welcome in. Hey, uh, Matt's right. I love Watson Brown, but I didn't quite understand his point he was trying to make. What? Why was he saying Alabama should be good? Does, does anybody know? Yeah, I think he subscribes to the thing that I do, which is your sport is better when your signature teams are better. For instance, um, how can I put this? We He did go on and say Tennessee needs to be good, too. He did say that. He said the sport's better when signature and, teams are better. 
he mentioned he mentioned Tennessee in there. So I mean, he 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 says that about lots of teams. He, like for he's instance, one of those guys that likes everybody. The baseball, like like in baseball, baseball is more compelling when the Yankees are really good. I mean, at the end of the day, nobody wants to see the Texas Rangers play for a world championship. I mean, it's a true or the Philadelphia Phillies for that matter. You know, it's the Cardinals, Notre Dame. You know, you, you could say, well, you know, college football is more compelling when the Notre Dames, the Oklahomas, the Texases, you know, kind of some of some of the. I think that's what he was getting at. I think you that, guys that makes a little bit of sense. You guys are taking right. him out of context a little bit. So you think I should have clapped back at him? Because I wanted to clap back at him, but I, <laughs> I held myself. Nah, maybe probably should have a little bit. I mean, I hate Alabama, and I hope they just suffer for the next 20 years. So are you, Whenever, in, uh, are you in pain right now over seeing all this news, this Downs guy uh, is leaving, and uh, this Bonds guy is gone, word is Bond? I mean, imagine being a Bama fan like a month after he makes that catch against Auburn. He's on his way to Texas next year. You know, I was getting ready to watch that basketball game, and then my wife says, have you heard the news, Alabama? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? She said Nick Saban retired. I had so much joy and relief. Yep. Like this dark cloud that's been looming over my head has yep. finally went away. And I just felt happy for for this country. I exactly. don't think I felt that way since I was probably 13 when my parents took me to church one Sunday. And then the pastor said to the congregation, we got them. Talking about Saddam Hussein being captured. That's probably the last time I felt that much relief and joy at news all of a sudden. So, I'll tell you this. we I don't know if you listened, but we did the post game uh, that night, Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime. We lost to a Mississippi mistake who I don't think's won a league game since. I think they're 1-3 and three now in the league. Is that right, Brian, after losing to Kentucky last yeah, night? They That's, are. Yeah. Yeah, so, they're 1-3 and three in the league. Here's the thing. That night, there wasn't one angry, mad phone call from anybody. And that's the first post-game show in the history of post-game shows where there wasn't one angry caller after a loss by the home team. And that'll never happen again. That's how sick we all are of Nick Saban. I am so sick of him. And if he has such a hold on that program, why are all these guys leaving? What is going on with Alabama? If it's all that in a bag of chips, right? Why? Why are all these people leaving on Nick Saban? Tell me. Tell me why. I don't know. I'm just glad it's happening. It's, <laughs> I hope they suck. Thank I hope you. they suck for a long time. Thank you. Time. I'll put you down as a vote that doesn't feel sorry for them at this point. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. Matt, I had an item in my blog today, and this is some Bama stuff that you can't make up. In fact, let's get into this on the other side. There is some internal, uh, like crossbreeding Alabama heat that the Bama family has with each other. I got to tell you this in my heart. I got time for it. I've got time for this. But Matt Dixon wants to know, are you going to side with me or with him? Did I come up 99 yesterday as it relates to, was I a small guy junior, as it relates to the way I comported myself with Watson Brown? We will continue 
We will continue to break it down scientifically. We will do just that. I want to hear from you at 865-200-5402. And then your thoughts on Alabama's implosion. As um, it is currently 25 degrees outside, Brian, it's warming up. It was 5 early this morning at 8.30 when I got up, Brian, 5 degrees. I'm almost uh, used to it. I've got... I've got 28 degrees. 28? 28, yeah. All right. We're going to get freezing today. We continue on the other side. as we. It's about 13 here in the Raymere studio. We can hang some provolone down here. Probably smell better than what I smell right now as we continue after this. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Alert, alert. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. 
Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trawood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Debbie Matthews grew up and lives in beautiful Columbia, Tennessee. As a realtor, she is well-versed in homes, neighborhoods, development, and schools. She wants to share her love of her home state with others to help them find just the right place to raise a family, open a business, or develop a dream. From luxury listings to land, she can handle it all. She is the current leading producer, Nashville Realty Group. Contact Debbie Matthews Realtor at 615-476-3224. That's 615-476-3224. Columbia's own 8th Annual Mid-State Classic Collegiate Softball Triple Header returns on April 2nd at the Ridley Sports Complex. Columbia Central versus Spring Hill at 10 a.m. Then it's Columbia State versus UT Southern at 1.30. And at 5.30, the Lady Volunteers face off against the Memphis Tigers. Tickets are available online at columbiatn.com slash midstateclassic. Tickets are $10 and good for all three games. The Mid-State Classic, April 2nd. See you at the game. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern Middle Tennessee, WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia. TB, back with you, 865-200-5402. I got Matt Dixon with me and Brian Hartman. John Adams' absence today on a Thursday is presented by our friends, the great Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams. Her website is nextmovesmokymountains.com, and the bottom line is you're going to deal with a living Vaughn fan. You're going to deal with a Fountain Cityite. You're going to deal with somebody that's going to take incredible care of you. I mean, heck, she'll even watch a little wrestling with you. Whether it's WWE or All Petite uh, NXT. No, NXT's not, NXT's not All Petite. That's AEW. At any rate, you'll see her at various Tennessee sporting events as well, including her baseball vols in the spring, who we think are going to be excellent. Ryan Callahan, 247, is going to join us. Top of hour number two. And with Ryan, we're going to get into Tennessee in the portal and what's going on there. And it is, um, it's always interesting, to put it that way. But the Vols are involved with somebody off that Washington team. They're involved with someone from Stanford. Uh, they're still chasing secondary pieces. And uh, obviously, we're all waiting to see what's going to happen with the transfer offensive tackle from LSU. But, but we go to the phones now because we have bigger fish to fry. Matt Dixon's got issues with me and my conduct on here yesterday. And the callers thus far agree with Matt Dixon. Now, one of them 
drug Brian into it, drug me into it, and kind of, um, Matt, I would say he went off the board a little bit. I'd say he has more heat with us than you do at this point. Yeah, which which is kind of expected with, with Poli Joe. He, he can kind of do that from time to time. Yes. He's on the wrong side of this Barnes thing. You know that, right, Matt? You, you know this team is, uh, this team's locked and loaded right now. This team's better than anyone you've seen, Matt. This Dalton Connect guy's a freak show. He's he's the type of player that can carry you to a Final Four, yeah. To the phones we go. And we get our next call in. Hello and welcome. How are my friends and compatriots doing today? W. Lynn, welcome in. What is the what is the question again? I kind of know what's going on, but uh, what is the exact? We question? had Watson Brown on yesterday, Wednesdays at Watson. Watson Brown okay, not once, most of that. not once, not twice, but maybe three or four times. I'm gonna go be honest here. Said that uh, he doesn't want Alabama to fall off. He wants this guy to get it right. They need to get it right. He needs to get it right. He needs to stay right. Blah 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 blah. I held my tongue. I wanted so badly to say Watson. No, we don't. They, they've dominated. They've world-dominated. They've lorded this thing over people. Their fans are a bunch of crossed-up, cross-whatever-you-want-to, uh, cr- whatever-phrase-you-want. I don't want They're a bunch of necks that, that think it's their birthright to win. Well, you, you, you can't say that to a coach, <laughs> hardly. See? What you could have maybe have said is Watson. Do you call him Watson or Coach Brown? I call him Watson. You, you could have said Watson here at the Tony Basilio family. We can't stand Alabama, so we really don't want them to have any success. So I failed, in your opinion. So you could have at least said that. But I was listening to that, and I was thinking, man, we all totally disagree with what he's saying. But how do you go about telling him that? So you, know, you and, uh, heard it too. You heard me swallow my tongue. It's not like me to swallow. That's the kind of respect I have for him. But right. Matt, Matt came hard at me off the air, and I said, "Matt, come on the air with it. You, you, you know, we're we're a radio yeah. family here, and I can take it." And Matt presented it well. He he didn't. Uh, well, I guess he did call me a sellout. Um, no, it wasn't that bad. But you know, if you'd have just said here at the Tony Basilio family, we can't stand Alabama. We want him to fail. Now, if he'd have pursued it, you could have said, well, they were like the Yankees and Dodgers. They had no salary right. cap for decades. That's right. They, they condone murder. They condone assault. You know, if he'd have pursued it, you could have really gotten into that, you know. So, Matt, just to be clear, you're not you're not referring to me. Because you didn't, I guess you didn't use the term sellout. I guess I interjected that in my own mind. You're not calling me a sellout, are you? Yesterday, from yesterday. Uh, I mean, it, it, yeah, I kind of am. You kind of were a sellout, kind of, you know, maybe like some some Yankee sellout. I mean, that's what that's what you came off as yesterday. It wasn't that bad. I don't think Matt. <laughs> uh, it's pretty close to it. <laughs> I mean, it was irritating me, you know, but... Uh, you got irritated? You got irritated with me? I was just irritated at him for continuing to say we want Alabama to be good. That's what was driving me nuts. I should have said something. 
you know, you could have said, "Hey, here we don't we don't care for Alabama at all." Man. I failed that deal yesterday. I'm sorry. But uh, look, Tony, I mean, the only thing we can do right now about Alabama is getting that darn arena over there Saturday and make them hate it. <laughs> you got make that right. Pay. I tell you what, you know, guys, I'm analyzing that matchup, and I think it's a huge opportunity for Connect to have another awesome game. First of all, Alabama is one of the great scoring teams in America, and secondly, they don't defend at all. And thirdly, I don't know who they're going to put on him, but if he continues to play the way he is, and that crowd's going to be jam-packed in there Saturday. I'm, I'm going. We're, we're working on four-wheel drives and everything else for, to get eight guys that are all 63 or over. We're, we're, we're going to be there. You know, it's, uh, it is going to... Uh, it's supposed to snow again. It's supposed to have another uh, weather event Friday night here. I know, but it's t- tonight and early tomorrow morning, and then the eight degree weather comes back. This ish never is going to end. I mean, it's starting to urinate me off, W. Lynn. I might have to get off my hill this afternoon. Oh, people are going stir crazy. I oh. talk to people on the phone. They're, they're, they all need to get to that arena and take it out on Bama. Take it out on Bama. People. Take it out on Bama, Watson Brown. They've ruined a lot of our basketball seasons over the decades, too. W. Lynn, you're my man, thank you. We will be full-throatedly. That will be a focus tomorrow. Alabama basketball in the crosshairs. Today it's Basilio in the crosshairs. Yes, Brian. Alabama didn't fare so well their last time in Knoxville, and I think hopefully that carries over. Dalton Connect wasn't there last time. They were in Knoxville. Dalton Connect changed and that the game. Was, you know, Tennessee was coming off a loss to Missouri. Dalton Connect's over they there. They were number one in the country. Dalton Connect's they, over they there. They hadn't lost an SEC game. They were the first. Tennessee can be the first team SEC-wise to beat them in football and men's basketball combined. Oh, Brian Hartman. Tennessee's going to become the first. Send me that for the blog. Email that to me. That's a great golden nugget. Let's go to the phone. And Vanderbilt's, Vanderbilt's the only SEC team that has our next call in here is whispering something. Game. Hello and welcome into our next call. You're on the air. There's only one way I would describe a person like Coach Watson. Right. He's nothing but a front-running moron. Now, Matt Dixon, are you going to let him talk about Watson Brown that way? Now, is this what you intended, Matt? You wanted this to be about me, and here Watson Brown's getting some splashback on here. Well, I don't. I don't think he's a moron, and you know, based on where he coached, he's not really a, a front runner either. Well, yes, he is. Hey, Bill. Any person, any per, yeah, go yeah. Bill, if you don't take that back, and I mean quickly, Brian Hartman's got something he wants to tell you. Yeah, well, Brian Hartman can take it and stick it. Brian, what would you like to tell Bill in light of that? You're out of here. <laughs> Poor Bill. <laughs> I guess Bill doesn't. Bill, like you can't snow. come on here and attack Watson Brown like that. I mean, what are we doing? My gosh, Watson I Brown's mean, a man. Clark, who stick to what, Brian? Stick to ripping Caitlin Clark. Back to the phones we go. Hello and welcome in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Hello? Right here. Hey, listen. Uh, I I did not hear, uh, you know, uh, hadn't got around to listening to what you're talking about, but 
you have a tiny to clear in that picture. Uh, that you was in a uh, sticky situation, Tony. That's right, Peggy. To, we all get there, right? You, I mean, look, you, you're that's Watson Brown, and we've been listening to him all summer, and his words of gold. You know, we you get it, but. It's just been this non-ending, I'm going to call it celebration of life for Nick Saban ever since he announced he was kind of retiring. It's about made me sick. I mean, he's the best mind. He's the best mind. Well, look what a mess he's left Alabama in. I don't think his mind's seen that coming to you. It's falling apart like a set of Legos in my kid's playroom. Well, you're in a position to work. You know what you're going to do. We've all I mean, been there. Hey, Peggy, we've all been there, right? We've, like, how about this? Yes. How about this? You have a yes. friend, right? You have a friend, and they say something, and you just are sitting there, and you just kind of swallow it. You're having a conversation. Now, look, your buddies, your buddies that you can rag and stuff with, that's one thing. But we're talking about a guest that that's you right. invite that's and right. a person of Thatcher, that's right. That's right. That we're asking his opinion. That's right. And you can't turn around on him and say, you know, you can now. Look, God, God I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. Finally, I Matt Dixon. Hey, Matt Dixon. One vote for me. Finally, we're we're fifty minutes I mean, into I'm the hour. Saying, I get it, and I get Matt's position too. Look, we love. I love uh, Watson, Mister Brown, Coach. Because I've got a son that's a coach, and he said some things that it's been a rough, rough year, and he said things that I consider very good. And you don't want to, you know, uh, come at him. But on the same hand, when we feel the way we do about said Alabama, it's oh kind of hard. At some point, you really kind of He did it four times, that. Peggy. Peggy, he did it. How does he know that you don't feel that way is my question. Does I he did not it. He doesn't care. No, he's just he's expressing his opinion on here because he feels comfortable and because he knows that I'll honor his opinion on yeah. here because we exchange yeah. ideas. Paulie Joe said that's the strength of the show, Peggy. And, I, and generally, I let a Paulie Joe do it until it becomes excessive. Well, you, you know, know what? And, that's the first time I heard a Bornstormer the other night, guys. It's yeah. my first time. I w- listened to the ball game or watched it. Oh, my gosh. My first really, you know, I've, I've just, it's took me a while to let you. So a I Barnstormer after a win. After a win. Uh, after that, yes. And after that performance, I thought, am I crazy or am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? Exactly. So now I see what y'all are talking and about. And that's the Barnstormers. What in the world? That's the Barnstormers. We're just going to despise Holy Rick Barnes every cow. day we get up. Uh, why? Why? What did he do to them? Guy wins 25 games a year. They're number five in America. How lucky we are. That man is such a good coach. He's a legend. All right, let's go through the list right now, Brian Hartman. You ready? Would Arkansas trade with us? Basketball coaches? Um, The answer is yes. Would Alabama? I know. Yes, they would. Would LSU? Yes. Would Missouri? Yeah, LSU would. Would Missouri? Yes. Would Kentucky? Yes, they would. would Kentucky? Uh, no. Yes, they Kentucky would. Kentucky wouldn't. Right now they would. I don't think so. Right now they would. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think so. They most certainly no, they would. Would Florida? Uh, yes. Would Georgia? 
Would South Carolina? Yes. yes would yes, Texas? Yes. Would Oklahoma? Okay, Barnstormers. Well, te- Texas fired Bob, Peace. So I don't know about Peace, that. Barnstormers. Peace. Oh, my God. After last night, they probably Tony, Go ahead, uh, Peggy. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, what I was trying to tell you about yesterday, oh, I thought I was like Lois Lane, and I had found something to to tell y'all, so, you know, for anybody else. And I <laughs> I got the name wrong, honey. I said, I think that guy's name may. Now, this is what you're going to think. Funny, I thought I couldn't find it. So I go back and try to find this. It's out of Niceville, and this guy's name's J.J.D. Piquel, and he looks like a model. I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. I got got in. I'm serious. He looks like a bottle, or you got in the bottle? A Which model. One? A M-O-D-E-L. Model. I Tony thought you Dottella. said he looks like a bottle, and you got in the bottle. Who's J.D. Piquel? He's on, uh, uh, it's called On3, and he talks about the portal, recruiting. I mean, it's really informative. I don't know. I ain't and he's a good-looking guy? He's a good-looking guy? Oh, Lord. Uh, yes. He looks like he ought to be on the catwalk in New York City. <laughs> Peggy, you need an ice bath, and you're out of here. Good gosh. She needs an ice bath. 865-200-5402. I love her. I love Peggy. She gets, she brings it to the table. But I've got to do this now because i got to do a little bit of this. and a little, Well, let's just continue. Okay, I'll get a couple more in. Hello and welcome in. Tony, good gravy. What's wrong with you? Letting that, what did Titansville call him? Uh, uh, no, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Oh, no, dude. I love Watson. Watson's a damn uh, uh, a cherished part of the show. And, and I don't even know people what Watson said. I mean, as an independent media person now, Watson is just giving his opinion. That's right. I mean, you you could have called him out a little bit. You could have been like, hey, we want to see Bama suffer. I failed. But Matt's right. Yeah. I failed. Yeah. But you I love Watson so but, much, I just wasn't going to say it to him because. Right. I get it. I get it. I just love him. I just love no, him. I get it. He, he, he's mobile, dude. He's the best. Um, but he, I mean, and I think what I, I think what Watson was saying was, it's better for Alabama to be good for college football. We don't need out. He's wrong if he if he's wrong if he meant Alabama needs to keep being what they've been the last fifteen years because what Alabama's been for fifteen years was bad for college football. It was really really ruining the game to have one team dominate. It makes it boring. Nobody cares. And now George is um, in the crosshairs because George is going to get that Downs guy. And this Downs yeah. guy has just, I mean, he's unbelievable. That's all they need is to add Downs to their defense. Oh, yeah. But I, I get where Watson's, I think what Watson's saying is Tennessee and Bama have really never both been an elite program at the same time. Not in my lifetime. We, it's, we've either been up like through the 90s and through the early 2000s, and then we went to pot and then they, they took off. I would like maybe I would it would be fun to see year after year us ranked fourth and them ranked eighth or us ranked third and them ranked sixth or whatever or something around there when we meet the third Saturday in October. Matt, why so is that? I, I want to Matt. I want that is a great. You know, I've never even thought of. I've never even thought of that. Every once in a while, Rusty. Every once in a while, from you, Matt. What what is oh, that point? He just came up. Speak to that. You and Brian speak to that. No. I, Go ahead, Brian. Go ahead. I was going to say, if Alabama falls way off, beating them won't matter as much 
as if what? they're sort of good. If Alabama's oh sort of a top if, twenty type team, and if you were Watson them, Brown, I think I'd win. Let, if you were Watson Brown, I'd let you get away with that, Brian. I want them in the. I want them in the toilet, in the toilet, with Titans Bills phone call. I'm not saying that I agree with that. I'm just saying some people can look at it that way. Have they ever been great together, Matt? Tennessee and Alabama. When they were great in the seventies, we were terrible. When they no, were, not in the modern era. What's weird? That is it. Yeah, I guess I guess there's a lot of overlap in maybe recruiting area, and then obviously they play each other. So it's and it's a, a historically kind of a a, a rivalry that that kind of defines the SEC each year. So it 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 is interesting, but. I guess maybe there's just a lot of recruiting overlap that one gets a lot of good recruits at one time and the other doesn't. Tony, I believe we've only both finished in the top ten twice in the last forty years. That what? was the year they won it all with Gene, the year they won it all with Gene Stallings. We both finished in the top ten, and then two years ago we both finished in the top ten. That's it. Wow, that's so interesting. Ah, oh, man. Ah. Oh. That but I, I'm for I'm, I'm for at least five years them suffering as bad as they can suffer. I, I'm all for that. I, I want to see the I want to see their fan base just jump ship and, and be looking forward to when the Yankees or the Cowboys or Manchester United play. I like this. Let's or the Lakers or the, or the Lakers. Matt made a great point. All of a sudden, their roster is getting picked apart, and the glitterati that cover the sport. All of a sudden, we need to do something about it. When everybody else gets picked apart, when they have a coaching change, it doesn't matter. But when Nick Saban leaves, all of a sudden, we you know we've got to revisit this. We've got to revisit the way we're doing. Why? Why do we have to revisit what we're doing? Beyond me. Why? why? Josh Josh Newberg, Josh Newberg, one of the national writers yeah. for On Three, uh, wrote the article about or was whining. Uh, he never mentioned the he never mentioned the fact that Washington's going through it. Uh, Arizona's going uh, through it. Michigan's about Michigan's about to be going uh, through it. It's only that Alabama's going through it that it made a, that it made a fuss. It absolutely, Rusty. You had a great call. Thank you. All others will be judged by the work you just did on here as we continue. Ryan Callahan on the other side, and then some more great phone calls as we continue the conversation. This is Coach Traders Dog from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter like the drywall that somehow isn't. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. 
Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, this is Steve, the Garbage Man. Y'all have heard me talk in the past about Packer, our mascot dog. Well, I have some sad news about Packer. She recently crossed over the Rainbow Bridge to join our other beloved pets of the past. Packer lived out her final days on our farm in Water Valley. She had a great 14 years of life after being rescued by Don from being thrown away as a pup in someone's garbage. Rest in peace, Packer. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. Hey guys, it's Jessica Hargrove coming to you from the Grand Reserve at Spring Hill. We want you to unwrap luxury living with us. We have the largest floor plans in the area with two pools, two gyms, rec rooms, and more. Each unit is designed to be your new home and oasis. Our team makes sure to put the community back into everything we do. We have an amazing special going on right now. If you could, give us a call, 931-486-2236, or you can visit our website at grandreservespringhill.com. This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. My compadre, ladies and gentlemen, joining us now. He's answered the bell for us, and I appreciate him doing so. We were just talking off the air 
about um, the Zalance Herd thing. And somebody had come on here the other day and attributed something to Ryan, and I just believed him. And, and Ryan, I apologize for that. But let's clear this Zalance Herd thing up, who we're still kind of waiting on. Uh, and um, Ryan, I appreciate you coming on. 247, he covers Tennessee recruiting, and he's greatly immersed in it. As I said on my blog the other day, uh, when he speaks, I listen. So... Ryan, talk to me here about, because I had somebody call in and say that you were reporting that um, Heard had some kind of family deal, and that was the latest impediment to them getting home with him or getting something done. Uh, what, what is what is uh, the, the actual story there? Yeah, so just, just to clear that up, I, I did not report that or mention that on, on our message board. Someone mentioned that on our board. I, I hadn't heard anything about that at the time. So I, I don't think that was the issue. I think it, I think there, there's just been a, you know, it's, it's taken a little bit longer to get this one across the finish line. You know, some, some guys in the portal, as we see with, you know, Caleb Downs' father has already come out and said he wants to make a decision within 48 hours. And that was, that was yesterday evening. So, um, some of these guys want to, want to wrap it up quickly. Other guys are not as worried about, forcing their way through the, through the process and getting it over quickly. And, and Lance Hurd seems to be one of those guys who's making sure he, you know, get, gets what he's looking for and, and he's not been in any rush to, to wrap things up. So, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know of anything there personally that might've impacted things, but that's not anything I've, I've heard. So, so whoever posted that on our board, that was, that was not something I've uh, confirmed and, and haven't heard that was a factor at all. For the record, the teams involved with Hurd, because it's easy to lose track of this. This is a kid from LSU who is going to be a great player, uh, who just at LSU they have a preponderance uh, at his position, and he wants to get on the field right away, as he should. When he played last year, he was very good. Uh, so he's extremely playable at this level. Uh, everybody knows that. He's commanding a high price tag. Texas is involved with him, and who else? Uh, the main contenders have been have been Tennessee and Oklahoma. Uh, and Oklahoma those are the two, okay. those those are the only two schools that hosted him on visits uh, almost two weeks ago. Now that weekend of uh, I guess January sixth, uh, he was at Tennessee on the sixth for about six to seven hours, one of the shortest official visits I've ever seen. Wow! Um, and uh, and and had to fly to Oklahoma that night, and not not sure exactly when he arrived in Oklahoma, but was there for for less than twenty four hours and, and wrapped that one up before the start of the dead period. So, um, but you know at by the time we got a couple days away from that visit, it sounded like things were were definitely trending toward Tennessee, and 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 by you know the middle of that week, it was it was you know middle of last week, it was pretty clear to to me that Tennessee was the, the front runner there and was was probably going to be able to get things done. Uh, but the timing, we just didn't know exactly you know when when he would uh, be ready to wrap things up, and uh, and obviously it's a surprise that it's taken this long. But yeah, that's that's the other thing that. You know, as fans have kind of worried, is something going wrong or things going sideways with this? What is the holdup? We've not heard of any other team really being a serious threat. And the fact, to me, the fact that he didn't visit anywhere else this past weekend, because there were some early rumors when he went in the portal of Ole Miss being a serious contender. In Oklahoma, there was some talk on that end uh, coming out of that visit that weekend that he might visit Ole Miss this past weekend. That didn't happen. Uh, and the Ole Miss talk has, has died down. So the fact that Another team's not emerged that we've not heard of contact or or serious communication between him and another school tells me that this is still on track for Tennessee. It's just a matter of when, and, and I think we are working toward the end here. I think there is uh, at least a light at the end of the tunnel, and, and it could be could be sooner rather than later. But I don't want to give anyone false hope. Uh, we've heard that before on these things, but I do think this one is at least working toward a conclusion, 
and, and should be, as, as long as things go according to plan, should be over with relatively soon. Yeah, my belief is that guy's got great representation, and uh, they're just not going to sign the first thing in front of them. <clears throat> He's got, like, higher-level sort of representation, which, hey, you know, if, if you can do that, and I guess you can afford that, and and somebody wants to uh, begin a business relationship with you on a front end, that kind of thing. Uh, some of these guys got family members, you know, representing them, whatever. Uh, this is not the case here. Uh, the belief is this guy's got higher-level representation. Um, my guy X believes that our coaching staff and our head coach in particular really, really good at relational recruiting. You know, they get guys on campus and get them here several times and build relationships and want to build the culture that way. And this um, recruiting out of the portal, it's just not that way. It's it's apples and oranges type of recruiting, isn't it? It, it is, and I, I think that's I think that's part of it, maybe because I think you're right. Tennessee Tennessee staff does a, a, a good job with that. You know, their their strength in recruiting is probably just how how down to earth they are, how, how how good of a job they do with uh, with building relationships. That they they do a they do a solid job with that, and I think that you know you you don't have that as much because you just don't have as long uh, in the transfer portal with these guys. It's you know, I always say it's speed dating. You're you're getting to you're trying to find the right fit based on just, you know, certain criteria. Do they check these boxes? Okay, good. I'll go there. Some guys don't even visit before they, they, they commit to a school. You know, McCallan Castle last year never made it to Tennessee before he, he picked the ball. So, so a lot of times it's just about finding the right, the right things, uh, that, that you're looking for on the surface. And, and obviously for a lot of kids, that's, that's NIL and that's a, a chance to, to start. And, and especially if they haven't been starting at their previous school. So, uh, in Lance Hurd's case, you know, that was probably, you know, I can't speak for him because he's he's not said a thing throughout this process. But he is, um, you know, I, I would I, I know that he's looking for playing time, and I know he's he wants to play left tackle. That I think that was important to him uh, in the transfer portal. And you know, aside from that, like you said, you know, probably nil. So so not not a whole lot of things that he's had to look for. But you know, I'm sure a certain level of program, things like that, you know, certainly factors too. But the main things. You know, uh, obviously, to a lot of kids, NIL and, and playing time, and, and, and maybe a chance to get to the NFL, or, or, or confidence that you're going to be developed uh, to, to have the, the best chance of getting to the NFL. So it's a, it's a little bit easier for these guys to, to sort through it, and, and that, that makes it harder for a coaching staff to build a connection when it's such a fast process. So that's part of it, and I think part of it is these guys are just you know the second time around they're not as, they're not as worried about that. It's just the, the focus and the approach is very different the second time through the recruiting process. They're not worried about you know, being told all these all these great things. You know, they they know what their worth is. They they know what they're looking for, and it's a more much more business like approach as opposed to where coming out of high school, it can feel a lot more personal. You get to know coaches for months. It, it just is a very different thing, and that's that's why it can be sometimes hard to get these things across the finish line because it is just straight business. Uh, a lot of times, not really about you know who you feel the strongest connection to. Speaking of which, Tennessee's taking a swing apparently with. Um... Uh, a um, interior offensive lineman from Washington, and then a defensive lineman from Stanford. And I was wondering if you could elaborate if, in fact, that's accurate. Yeah, I think Tennessee. It, you know, we'll see on, on Nate Kalepo. That's the uh, the Washington offensive lineman. He was a, a starting guard for the Huskies this year. I, I, I don't. I have yet to hear really a, a, a lot of early talk about which which teams might be uh, among the early front runners for him. Uh, so it's, it's hard to say where that one stands right now. I, I do think that's a situation where Tennessee has at least kicked the tires to see. Um, that's how we kind of often say it because sometimes you reach out to a player, you'll have an initial conversation or maybe two and figure out pretty quickly that, 
okay, this guy's either taking too long, it's not a fit, or, you know, he's looking for something else, or we think he's already got a school in mind, whatever the case may be. And then sometimes you just you figure out, you know, based on the lack of communication or, or lack of interest that it's just it's not going to work or, or whatever it may be. Sometimes you find out that guys are being outlandish with their demands and you just say, okay, that's, that doesn't align with, with what we uh, are willing to, to say, so that, that that's not going to work. So it's just, uh, yeah, each case is different and sometimes it doesn't get beyond the stage of, of kind of kicking the tires. So we'll see on that one. Not Not sure yet. Haven't heard a lot of feedback yet to suggest that it's a it's a serious possibility, but they're at least looking into that one, and we'll see if any others pop up. Obviously, Alabama players, any other coaches that leave, you know, Arizona, you know, that there's some schools that still can have players into the portal that can make things interesting. But one one thing to watch: spring semester classes start at Tennessee on Monday. Uh, and that's not the final deadline for guys to to enroll. Uh, the drop ad deadline is is Monday, January 29th. So they've got about a another week and a half to get players into school if they want to enroll at Tennessee this semester. So we are at least pr- approaching the end of the runway here, uh, where if some players are, are going to end up at Tennessee this month, they're going to have to enter the portal here pretty soon. Ryan, how injurious is what's going on in Alabama <clears throat> thus far for, like, the uninitiated or just even in this class, the, the the leakage they've had of their current signing class? How injurious is this to them? Uh, it, it's, it's, it's a huge blow. I mean, this is I, – I think we'll, we'll see how much more they end up losing. I think that's, that's obviously – going to tell the tale of, of how just how bad this gets for Alabama but I you know obviously losing losing a couple guys it looks like you know like Caleb Downs and Caden Proctor that's that's the last thing Alabama needed to, to see uh, but is it, is it going to be you know 10 starters that leave or just a just a few you know we'll have to wait and see how, how many of these guys end up actually leaving uh, because they're, they do still have time to sort this out not a lot because again a lot of schools are already uh, underway this semester and, and some are starting really soon so some of these guys have to find a new home if they're going to do it and especially if they're going to transfer within the sec you can't wait until after spring practice and do that um so they, they've got to they got to figure this out quickly but I, yeah if they they lose much more it, it's going to be uh it's going to be a setback for sure and i think this is a critical week for for kaylin DeBoer. you know this let's face it this will probably be the most talented roster he ever has at alabama even if he's really good i'm not sure he's ever going to do it with nick saban level talent so he needs to retain as much of this as possible and, and be able to kind of keep keep everything on track at Alabama. If he wants to compete for a championship in year one, um, it, it's going to have to be with uh, with you know keeping a lot of talent. I'm not sure there's enough out there that he can bring in at this point that would replace most of what he's losing because, let's face it, Alabama had one of the two or at worst three most talented rosters in the country. Uh, they need to keep as much of that together as possible. I don't think people appreciate what a habitual – maniac Nick Saban was in terms of his recruiting and the the reports out there to kind of illustrate this the reports out there were or are rather that uh Kilton DeBoer when he first got the job didn't contact guys on that class like they waited a little bit for and and some of the kids are using that as a reason for why they've they ultimately jumped into the portal do you believe that or, or or you think those kids are looking for an excuse to to try other pastors you know, without without having as much firsthand knowledge of that situation, my guess would be a little of both. I think there are probably some kids that are just looking for the excuse, not wanting to say, I just don't want to play for a staff that's not Nick Saban's staff. Uh, and then, you know, some other kids might have legitimately thought they should have been reached out to within a couple of days. I, I will say I'm always, I mean, coaches have to do it. It is part of the job, and, and Kalen DeBoer has, has moved from one job to the next, so I think he understands it. But I, I don't know if fans, 
often fully appreciate the amount of things that are being thrown at a coach in his first week on a job. I mean, it's crazy. Um, you're trying to get a staff hired. You're trying to decide if you want to keep guys that are there right now. And they all want answers right now. They don't want to wait a week or two weeks to figure out what they're doing. So you've got all these things and all these people wanting to figure out immediately, what's my situation? And then you've got to deal with your current roster, your current recruiting class, your signing class you just brought in. You know, Those guys are going to ask out of their letters of intent. All these things are happening at once. So I do empathize with the coaches in that situation, but Kalen DeBoer, he's got to know the situation. You know, if, if there's a, and, and there are people in the building that could tell him, hey, these are the biggest fires you got to put out first. You got to listen to those people. You know, I'm not sure what happened in this case, but yeah, if there's some guys that weren't contacted within two or three days, that's often a, often a bad sign. But yeah, sometimes it's probably just guys looking for an excuse. Brian Callahan breaking it down scientifically from his perch at 247. Uh, and I know you've got a role. I appreciate the quick hit, man, and uh, apologies to you. I, I call our calls. I take it. You know, I take a take somebody at their word. They they generally have been in here a bunch, and things get misattributed to me all the time. I apologize for that. I hate doing that to you. Um, he probably misconstrued what he read and thought it was coming from you. But tell the living listener if they want to misconstrue. Uh, <laughs> How they can how they can read more and get involved with what you're doing? Yeah, if you're a paying subscriber, hey, you can you can do what you want, I guess, in theory. But, but no, I, no, I appreciate that, Tony. Not not a problem. But uh, but yeah, govals twenty four seven dot com. Obviously, tons of uh, recruiting coverage. Tennessee's still having a junior day this weekend. Uh, still having at least uh, one official visitor. It wow. Sounds like this weekend. Um, so this, uh, unless the weather uh, makes things too difficult, still should be a busy weekend, and we'll have it all covered for you at GoVols247.com, well, along with the you know, the latest on the Lance Hurd situation and more. And uh, and yet things still not winding down just yet in the transfer portal. And, and yeah, we answer questions like that all the time. And uh, sometimes sometimes people maybe misread what whether a post is by me or by someone else, but that's okay. It, it happens, and that's the end of the world. But they never misattribute things to me that they hear on here on these chat boards, <laughs> yeah. which is what I really appreciate. So, um, yeah. Ryan, thanks, man. Good talking to you. Same here, Tony. Thanks a lot. Ryan Callahan, one more time, 247. Super cool guy. Great, great, great recruiting uh, uh, takes and a reporter and very measured. And I uh, appreciate him uh, jumping on with us today. And, you know, the backstory there is I get a call from somebody who's called the show a ton. He's always been pretty good down through the years and says, you know, the herd guy, the latest impediment is he's got some kind of family deal. And I just said, hey, that's, you know, for Ryan Callahan, if that's what he's reporting, then I believe it. <laughs> F- famous last words because he wasn't reporting it. But other than that, things are great. Matt, I had an item today in the blog over at tclub.team. I don't know if you and Bryce saw this or the living listener did, but Alabama is just a... It is just a really strange place. Always has been. And there's a deal there with Kevin Steele's son, Gordon Steele, who was a coach this past year at South Alabama after being in the in the in the Saban dip there for a while. But let me let me go over here to the blog. I want to get this. Exactly right. I don't know if you guys have seen this or if this is on anybody's radar, but in the middle of this implosion by Alabama, DeBoer has hired a guy that Kevin Steele has absolute heat with. So if you think Kevin Steele 
is going to lift a finger to help this uh, incoming. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to say he won't. I, I know I wouldn't. Now these guys all know. You know you're kind of hired to be fired, and it is the business. But you know blood is thicker than anything. At the end of the day, Kevin Steele, the outgoing DC at Alabama, who resigned like a few days before Saban did. I don't think they're related. But his son, Gordon, was offensive line coach at South Alabama, was fired by Kane Womack, who was the head coach at South Alabama. Kane Womack is now the defensive coordinator at Alabama. And, but he fired that kid along with three other coaches back on December 27. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, Matt Dixon. Now, do you think Kevin Steele is going to lift a finger to try to extinguish that tire fire going on in Tuscaloosa? Do you, Matt, believe that? Oh, no, not at all. I, I wouldn't have expected him to even before that stuff came out about his son. So. That's a great nugget, isn't it? Yes, yeah, really good. Although I, I do think that that Walmart guy was, is a really good hire for DeBoer because he knows that state really well. So, you know, I know we want to throw dirt on, on their grave, but I think that's actually a pretty pretty decent hire. And I'm with Ryan. I said earlier, I think it's a pretty good hire. He's he's an off, Offensively, he's a great coach. You know what they're going to look like the next couple of years, though, Matt? They're going like, to look like the Vols, which is a point I made in the blog today. That's going to be an offensive-heavy football team when he gets a quarterback that fits what he does. And when we play them, we're going to play some damn high-scoring football games. That's what's going to happen. No, that what the, the the deal with with Milrow is going to be very interesting because I'm not sure he's a great fit for that offense. Uh, and I don't know how you move on from him. Like I don't know, like you get Will Rogers. I mean, I, that guy doesn't scare anybody. Um, even with the you know even in that kind of offense, so that'll be interesting to see how he handles that. And then. I think they had like two five-star receivers decommit like the day or two after Saban retired, which I found really interesting because if you watch that Washington team, those receivers were incredible this year. I mean, they were they had like three legit NFL guys, um, made tough catches just routinely. Like they, they were really really good offense that's kind of built around a pass a, a strong passing game. So I, I was. Really interesting to see a bunch of like offensive guys decommit um, immediately. I, I found that kind of kind of strange. Is Kevin Steele still on the Tennessee payroll for his three weeks on the job? <laughs> Brian, Brian, you are. That's such a damn great line. You're on fire today, man. I mean, let's call this thing what it is. But I'm have to deal with the aftermath of you telling Titans Billy's out of here earlier. I'm gonna have to deal with the aftermath of that this afternoon. Oh man. Ugh. Let's go back to our phones. Eight six five two hundred five four zero two. And get our next call in. Hello and welcome. You are live on the Basilio show on a Thursday. John Adams' absence today is presented, ladies and gentlemen, by Jennifer Morris and my friends and your friends at Keller Williams. Her website is nextmovesmokymountains.com. My next move is to hopefully get down my hill this afternoon. Hello and welcome in. Yes, uh, 
talking about this Alabama deal makes me think of something that's kind of been lurking around in my head for a while. I don't think in the portal era, in the free transfer era, any coach is going to be able to, quote, leave his program in good shape, no matter who they are. Now, this may be worse for Alabama than it is for a lot of people because it's saving, but when these kids can get out and move, you know, they they used to talk about, oh, this coach is going to leave us in good shape. I just don't think that happens anymore. You're exactly right. Now, we were. T- I was talking to a source of mine last night. Jim Harbaugh is attempting to do that. The belief in that industry is Jim Harbaugh. Now, they've offered him the richest contract in college football history if he stays at Michigan with a clause in it that he will not be held liable by the school for any NCAA findings. But here's what Jim Harbaugh knows. They're going to um, Michigan or the NCAA, rather, they're never going to leave Jim Harbaugh alone. They, they went out and won a national championship, rubbed their nose in it. Uh, he's going to go on and coach at San Diego Charger team. It's going to be announced next week, barring the unforeseen. He's trying like crazy, and they've tried like crazy, I believe, because he loves his alma mater this much, to wait for a window where those kids can't jump into the portal or – they're at least going to have to give this next coach a chance because every other school is going to be closed by the time he makes that deal. That's the only way it works. But you're right. I mean, most people, when they're leaving in December, the concept of leaving it better than you found it, Watson Brown said it on here a couple weeks ago, and he's right. You're not building programs anymore. You're putting teams together year by year. You're not building a program anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, so every time I hear somebody say, well, at least we'll be in better shape than we were when X got here. Yeah, marginally. The only reason, the only thing that coach can do is not leave you on NCAA probation. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Not make, so, but, but, but in Harbaugh's case, who knows where that even goes when it's all said and done and they look under the hood at what's going on here. True, 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 true. But thank as you. For your, yeah, I'm as sorry. For the heat with Watson. Yeah, the heat with Matt I, Dixon. Well, the I, the perspective I'll give you is I grew up in Crossville, Tennessee, and watched Watson and Mac play my Cumberland County High School Jets with Kurt Watson. That was the epitome of football in that part of the world in 1966 and 67. Watson. I believe, and in my memory fades my day, I think he came down to Alabama and Vanderbilt. Bear came to talk to him a lot. So he's got a – I can see him having a soft spot in his heart for Alabama. Now, it, it's also perfectly logical what he said from his perspective, but yes, he would, he would, have, he would have grown up in peak Bear. And so, should I have jumped reason, on? You think I should have jumped on him, sir? I didn't mean to talk over you. You think I should have said, yeah, "Hey, look, yeah. come on now, come on, Watson. We don't not on here, not on." You think I should have done that? Well, no. I, I think what uh, uh, W. Lynn said. You know, hey, Watson. You know, you're saying this on a on a to an audience full of people who hate Alabama. And just think what he said then. Darn it! 
I miss my yeah, chance, that, man. that kind of thing. But that would have been, you know, that's it. I, I, hey, I saw Watson Brown hit a 420-foot home run in high school when he was junior. He was just a great, great, great athlete. I hear this guy was a great athlete. I really do. I hear this guy oh, was, was a great athlete. He could play everything. And if he hadn't gone to Alabama or to Vanderbilt, where he had no offensive line, and he got his le- his leg torn to pieces in his first two years, he may have been a good pro. He great was behind mania. a terrible offensive line at Vanderbilt. If he'd gone to Alabama, he might have been on there. You have your a, a great hearing from you. Thank you for your perspective. As our guest up here on TLD Logistics phone line, and earlier Ryan Callahan appeared on the TLD Logistics hotline, 865-200-5402, the number. Speaking of TLD Logistics, we're probably going to do a TLD Logistics overdrive, overtime, on this uh, balmy, what's the temperature now, Bri? It is... One degree below freezing, yes. 31. We're in the 30s. Yes. My uh, deal tells me we're at 26 here. So, sun st- is the sun still shining? I don't have a window near me here. The, sun- uh, it's cloudy. Sun- the clouds of Damn it. The sun was out earlier, but the, it's cloudy. But that'll still, the snow, some of this will melt. You this don't is- have to have freezing above freezing temps for snow to melt a little bit. This is kind of sort of getting on my nerves, Brian, at this point. How about you? Well, like the first couple of days, you sort of live with the fact you're going to be snowed in for yes. a bit. But then yes. once you get to that third day, you're like, please get me out of here. I can't do this much longer. Matt, you think lovely Laura is enjoying being snowed in with me for four days? You think that's been a, a no red letter week no. in her life? No, not no chance. She's she's probably made she's probably told you to just stay stay in the Raymere studio for the duration of this. I told her last night. I said, honey, would you mind, because I'm requesting, you know, if I went downstairs and played guitar for a couple hours, she looked like she was ready to get on her knees and go, thank God. <laughs> I don't want to look at this guy tonight. Let's get a brief timeout. Eight, six, I missed her, though, when I was playing. 865-200-5402. As we continue on the other side, more fun and frivolity on a Thursday after this. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Garnets begin the year as January's birthstone. Garnets are also the gemstone that are traditionally gifted for a second wedding anniversary. Here at Tillis Jewelry, we have a variety of garnets to fit your budget, whether you prefer vintage or modern. Next time you visit us, be sure to mention this ad and receive 10% off your purchase. You deserve something new to begin the new year. Follow us at Facebook and Instagram. 
Do you suffer from knee pain? Is it painful to walk or perform your day-to-day activities? If so, we have great news at the Dr. Gill Center. We can relieve your knee pain fast and easy with no downtime and no surgery. The FDA has approved a new non-surgical treatment for knee pain, and it's covered by most major insurance, including Medicare. This treatment has helped millions of people across the nation. Call today to see if you qualify for a free consultation and get back to a pain-free life. 615-551-9224. Brown's Body Shop has two locations to provide your vehicles with high-quality body and frame repairs, the best paint jobs, and custom body fabrications. Brown's Body Shop has been successful for more than 50 years because of their highly trained personnel, competitive prices, superior customer care, and timely service. Don't put off body repairs or that custom paint job at Fenders. Go to Brown's Body Shop today, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Trip Stoltz, owner and manager of Columbia Ace Hardware. Football season is here, and that means tailgating starts now. Come see us at 112 East James Campbell Boulevard and let us help you get your backyard game ready. We are open Monday through Friday from 7 to 7 and on Saturday from 8 to 4. Go Vols! Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. I am Jack Blackstone. I'm Emery Blackstone. Together, we are Greenway Tech Repair. Tired of slow computers, cracked phone screens, and fancy home electronics you don't know how to use? We can help. We provide local on-site services as well as remote troubleshooting for any job, no matter how large or small, from computers and laptops to mobile devices and home electronics. We Blackstone Brothers are eager to serve our community. Find us on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. That's on Facebook at Greenway Tech Repair or by phone at 931-388-2691. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. 
Don't let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. In Tuscaloosa, we live by the blue-collar basketball motto. Stepping back, deep three, bottom. Hard work. Two on one, driving, stepping through, tough shot, got it to go. Dedication. Front court to the rack. Oh! And teamwork. Play the song for the champions of the Southeastern Conference. Join us for every game right here on your home for Alabama basketball. Right here, Saturdays on WKOM 101.7 FM. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. This is Clayton Harris and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Hey, Dane, I'll pay you $100 if you give me a ride later. When are they leaving? Our TLD Logistics Overdrive Overtime has just been cut short. When are they leaving? <laughs> i got to get out of here, man. Laura just told me that it might not be till Sunday until we can get off our hill. Because the, the car we use for that, I don't want to bore you with the gory details, but it's, it's uh, in the shop getting fixed. They're getting that fix, as they say in the trade. And so she said, you know, till this weather clear, it might be till Sunday because we're having another weather event tonight, to which I replied to her, that ain't happening. I'm taking my car like the damn Jamaican bobsled team, and I'm going straight down that mountain in my car, and I'm going to live with the consequences. I'll have two cars over there at Joe Newbert, damn it. You need a... uh like a giant water bucket to just pour down that hill to melt everything. Yeah, that'll work. Like a hot water melt. If anybody's got hot water or steam, they want to come over here to no-no and get me out of here. Sunday? Dixon, you think if they, we have another snow event like tomorrow night into Friday into Saturday? Because they're saying it's going to keep snowing until like Saturday morning. That's My, my thing said that, which sucks. Is that going to hurt that crowd at, to- at the Tommy Bowl, Matt? Uh, it will affect it a little bit, yeah. Mine uh, mine has it stopping at, like, Friday morning at 5. Nice. And what's the temperature Friday? Friday is going to get to 33. Uh, let's see. 30, it's going to be high, low 30s, I think. Oh, Laura's playing Todd Howell on me over here. She's trying to so, act like um, I'm in the stock. We're not going to be stuck. Come on now. Twenty-seven, she says, yeah. is a high. Now, what are you, Brian? What What are you looking at? Well, I'm looking at the weather thing here. The weather, um, wait, what like, channel thing? Some like hoopty weather, and like weather underground. What, what does Todd Howell say? Yeah, what's Todd Howell say? Or Margie Isom's? Let's go back to the phones. It didn't get, get so darn cold, and, and if it could get like normal lows, it must. A lot of the stuff would have melted. Already. Exactly. Let's get our next call. But in. it's been so dang cold. Like, God. Oh, it's 
unbelievable, Andy. Crap well, like that, it's keeping it around longer, and there was so much of it. I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm going straight down the hill today, and I'm living with the consequences. Let's get our next call in, and we live on. It looks like oh, be Inns, careful. It looked like Innsbruck here in Austria back in the day with Franz Klammer. Let's get our next call in. Hello and welcome. Hey Tony, how you doing? Hey Zakai, welcome in, brother. Zakai. Oh, um, I'm a little disappointed in you, Tony. I can't even lie. Get in line. <laughs> get, in li- get in line, Zakai. Get in line. Man, I just, uh, well, I'm not just disappointed in you. I'm disappointed in pretty much all of college football because I don't know what this whole thing is. Why are we feeling bad for Alabama? Like, what, what, what good can the state of Alabama do for America, period, let alone their football team? You know, Zakai's got a got a great young heart, Matt, and a great way of looking at this. He's having zero mercy on their implosion right now. Ryan Callahan just said they're getting. Well, I'm not going to misquote him twice in one way. He just said they're they're getting pretty much hammered here, Zakai. And I'm enjoying it. Pretty much hammered. Okay, so what? What's the big deal? Okay, so yeah, whatever. It happens to everybody. They can just grow up exactly. and do things like everybody else can. Why, why are we feeling bad for these people? I remember when, even when they lost the Rose Bowl game, people were talking about they put their hearts on the field. They, they represent the SEC. Man, bump all that. Bump all that. I can care less. They lost. Whatever. Cool. What are, they, what, are we, what are we so bad about talking about respecting these say, Man, I can care less about what that means. Cool. Respecting their fans. It's a yeah, great yeah, football the tradition. The only, the only thing, the only thing Nick Saban can re- respect is these nuts. <laughs> Matt, you see what you've done today? You got Zakai. You've turned Zakai into like a madman now, Matt. Good, <laughs> good. I agree with everything you said. Best call ever. Call of the day. Call of the day. Call of the day. Call of the week. I mean, call of the year so far. You know, they got a chance to hand Bama their first SEC loss of the year, just like they handed them their first SEC loss last year. Brian's fixated on that basketball thing. Matt, are you, uh, let's just call this thing what it is, okay? Is the game more winnable now, Dixon? Is the game more winnable now? Without Saban, yes. And it was already winnable to begin with. Yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, Brian thought we were getting ready to, to beat Saban two or three years in a row. <laughs> well, with the quarterback. Well, of course you agree with that, Brian. Nico, You're like a sheep Nico supreme. Is as, good as, is as good as we think he is, and yeah, they'd have a shot. You think they'd have a yeah. shot, Saban or not Saban. Brian, you're like a sheep supreme. The day that Saban left, you were like, we're going to beat him four to five years anyway. What What are you kidding me? No, I said I said if Saban stayed there about five year, more years, I think Tennessee could beat him twice. In that span, I think that based on what? Based With on what? Nico. Well, if Nico is, is if Nico is really that good, Brian, I love you, but if Saban would have stayed there five years, Tennessee had been lucky to beat him one time. Like, let's get real, and that's reality. And I like Josh Heupel, but it's about players. And you heard Ryan Callahan say it before. This guy, when he walked out of there, had the the top or one of the top two rosters, maybe three, in college football, and that's the way it was always going to be with him. Because he's a nut, his dad never said, I love you, and he was always chasing it. 
And I wanted to bring Shirley MacLaine during his time there, down there, have a seance, conjure him up. Nick, I love you. I'm proud of you. Okay, can you please retire? It never happened. It's a terrible thing to say. It is what it is. The guy channeled his whatever that is. He channeled that better than anybody. In the meantime, Zakai just called in and just was really angry with me, Matt. Are you proud of yourself? Are you proud of what what we what this has turned into today? Yes, I am. In, in John Adams's absence, presented by Next Move Smoky Mountains dot com, the great Jennifer Morris. Yeah, it, it's, it's not our fault that, that John Adams isn't on here to to defend your side. <laughs> Poor John. Back to the TLD logistics phone lines we go. Remember Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime following the Alabama game. Hello and welcome into our next call. Well, you right, huh? Hey, Philly. Are you uh, yeah. Matt and uh, Brian done? Philly, I'm uh, getting hey, a little stir-crazy here, brah. I'm yeah. starting to. I'm also, Tony. I'm not used to sitting here at the house not doing nothing for so many days. And, Philly, it is, uh, they're saying another weather event tonight. Like, we, we went like several years without one of these. Now we have two in a week. Yeah, I just hope they have enough people to show up for the uh, Alabama game Saturday. Yeah, we were just talking about that. I hopefully the temperatures will melt stuff enough that you know we can get out there and everybody can get in there and get and get there in unison. But uh, your question is, uh, you should have got, got after Watson more. Is that what the question is? Well, Matt started the show by saying. He said, I just, you just sat there. And the guy said it three or four, which he, I think he said three or four times. Hey, Alabama, look, I, you know, he basically said, I've got an affinity for Bear Bryant, and, uh, and the league's better when Alabama's better, and the league needs Alabama to be better. And Matt said, you just, like, swallowed your, swallowed a canary. You didn't say a word to him, and Brian didn't say a word, and Sean didn't say a word. And Matt came hmm. on here disappointed in us today. Well, did the league uh, cry when, uh, in the 80s and the 90s when uh, Auburn, Tennessee, and Florida were probably the best teams in the SEC at that time frame? Uh, no. But since the league's taken on superpower status, Alabama's been pretty good during that time. You can't argue with that, Phil. They've taken on superpower status during the uh, Saban years. Well, good for them. They were great when Bear was there. They I mean, were great when Bear was But outside of those two times, Phil, what makes those people think that they're just going to get up and they're going to go? Um, Billy Jarvis was telling me in an encounter he had with a guy. Uh, where was he? Oh, it was over the weekend. It was last weekend when that deal uh, broke. Severe, Severeville, maybe? He saw somebody with an Alabama hat, and he said, man, tough news on Saban. And the guy goes, tough news what? Ain't stopping us. We're Alabama. <laughs> he goes, tough news what? We're Alabama. You guys are Tennessee. You you worry about you. We worry about us. Billy told me yesterday. A guy clapped at him. You know what I'd say to that guy? Yeah. I'd say, well, and you're going to vacation in Tennessee a whole hell of a lot more than I'd ever vacation in Alabama. Interesting. Well, there's the difference in uh, Bear and uh, Saban. Bear died of Alabama, and his body, Saban, won't. Ah, that's a good point. That, Say that again, Phil. 
Bear, Bear Bryant died with Alabama in his body, and Nick Saban will not. Nick Saban took those clothes off, threw that pile right at the door, like Jerry Green, Jerry Green did back in the day, and had a yard sale. <laughs> Jerry Green. Saban's a mercenary. You know, Saban was a mercenary, hired gun. Yep. Tony, you all talked about Nate Oates putting his hands on a... Not. We have not, Phil. Basketball player? We have not, Phil. Which I thought, uh, why wasn't technical fouled, and why wasn't he suspended? Now, Tony Vitello like can the- be suspended for three games... For, for putting his hand on an umpire, why can't Nate Oates be for a game? Phil, do you think for five seconds that Tony Vitello and Nate Oates are going to be treated equally? Now, do, no. Okay. And do you think for five seconds that if Bruce Pearl was over there on that sideline and that guy would have done that, that he wouldn't have gone running at him? Oh, yeah. They would have spent, uh, they would have spent Bruce Pearl. And they suspend Bruce Pearl. That's exactly what would happen. Did but Nate Oates has never done anything down there. He's won two regular season championships, but what what's there to be? I mean, he's not Calipari. No. Phil, I wouldn't trade Rick, I wouldn't trade him for Rick Barnes, would you? I don't know. His, his Come offense on, is Phil, like you were on a roll. Like, Phil, Phil, you were on a roll. Come on now. Yeah, I was on a roll, but you put Rick Barnes in the equation. Uh, i got to give Rick Barnes credit, though. He's letting Don Connick uh, play his game, isn't he? Rick Barnes has made with me a love, a love connection. Okay, a love Are you Rick connection. Barnes now? I am. I am. I am on Team Rick Barnes, Philly. I remember back in the day you were getting on his recruit and no, no, yeah, uh, no top no one hundred players in uh, two thousand yep. days or something like yep. that. Yep. Those fun days. Cool. Well, we were telling the truth. <laughs> Oh, good Lord. Well, the Cougar Tennessee, they got to control the home, their home floor. Yep. And it looks like Tennessee's got, got one of the most difficult schedules in the SEC. Uh, after I've been watching it, looking at these uh, schedules, Auburn's, uh, looks to me like Auburn's going to win the SEC championship because they got the easiest schedule of all the contenders. Uh, who's your pick, uh, Matt Dixon? We ought to do this on the air one day. Who's your pick to win this thing, Matt, when it's all said and done, the regular season in the league? Um, I I kind of agree with Philly. I, I would lead all, Auburn because they've got a little bit uh, more navigable schedule. I will say this. I don't think Tennessee loses a home game. I sure as hell hope we beat down Auburn and, and Kentucky here. I mean, good Lord. And Alabama, uh, too. It's going to be hard to go get road wins for Tennessee to go to Kentucky, A&M, Alabama. they got to go to Arkansas and Missouri. That's gonna, that won't be easy. Hey, Philly, visiting, so, visiting last night with a couple people, the expectation is that the conditions will be right for Dalton Connect to have a huge, huge game on Saturday offensively. First of all, Alabama's going to want to score a bunch of points. And secondly, they are don't seem like they're going to have a solution for him. Well, I've watched Alabama several times. They're not that good defensively. No, but they don't they, play. They don't they don't defend at all. But we can't go just go back and forth running and gun. That's their game. We need to play our half court style and uh, you know, take take advantage of their weaknesses. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a really compelling basketball game Saturday. I really do. It's uh, it's a signature game early on in the league, no doubt. To those that pay attention, well, I hate Alabama with a passion. 
I've suffered with their football, and their basketball's been a thorn in their sides for yep. 40 years. I mean, they've, I say they've got a winning record in Tennessee in basketball, too. And um, I think W. Lynn earlier was saying that um, they've, they've dealt us some costly blows down through the years as well, which is true. Well, let's just reverse the trend. How about that? See you. Thank you, Philly. 865-200-5402. Back to our TLD Logistics phone line. I want to remind you that uh, Garza Law, Tennessee basketball overtime, we're on as soon as that game goes final on Saturday. As we get our next call in, Rice fans, Rice fans, Rice fans. Hello and welcome in. Hey, Tony Bobby. Hey, welcome in. Uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to sit here and yell at people for not, you know, not being, not holding them accountable to getting in on, an, you know, Mr. Mr. Watson Brown. I mean, he's a, he's a legend. But also, can we just revel in the fact that Alabama is miserable? The amount of tears they've shed on social media the last week has been incredible to watch. Welcome to feeling like the rest of us. And media members are crying right along there, right with them, right for them, which is just remarkable to me. It is utterly – where were they when all this stuff's been going on for all these years? Now, all of a sudden, we have to revisit. We have to revisit the way we do the game. I mean, what, are you kidding me? With Saban. They, they were literally on Saban's boat on the lake with him. That's where they were when this was happening to everybody else. Party Marty. He, Party Marty. Did you did you dub him two straws, or did he officially make it to three by the end of Nick Saban's career? Oh my gosh! I'm surprised he wasn't down there when he when he heard that he retired. I'm surprised he wasn't down there to tell if it was you know what was in it. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't camp out the statue. Well, his yeah. I mean, you know, his final final bow movement. <laughs> This is the first time in the Twitter era that Alabama's undergone any kind of adversity. Think about it. Good point. Twitter era. That's what I was thinking about. Twitter was not around when they last had a like an eight and four type season. Brian's going for it today. I mean, he's in the five corners of his mind. Yeah. Well, guys, I, I really just wanted to be brief, but I just say watching Alabama be miserable makes brings so much joy to my spirit in this seasonal depression a lot of people are going through. Oh. This is kind of this kind of pushing us through it, you know, the cold, the nasty, the staying at home. As you said earlier, Tony, your wife can't wait to kick you down the hill. Uh, mine's the same way. My kids, my God, I would love for them to go back to school, but it's just not going to happen this week. So the truth, guys, this is the joy we have. And and if it's Alabama's misery, I'm here for that. Uh, next time, though, I would say, Mr. Brown, uh, this is an Alabama hating show, not an Alabama worshiping show. Oh, Matt Dixon started it. And some of these people are finishing it. I think I have time. Well, I'll tell you what. I want to say to the radio listener, I love you. Please be safe. No matter where you may be listening to us. Um, And I want to thank John Adams for his absence today. I want to thank uh, Jennifer Morris for presenting John Adams' uh, absence today. Next move, SmokyMountains.com. I want to thank Brian Hartman for his intermittent just off-the-hookness today. He's been Brian's been off-the-hook today. The way he handled Titans' bill earlier was just 
I mean, I don't even know what you say about that. I, I wouldn't even know where to start. And, and where does it end? But they have heat with each other, so kind of. And you know me, look, I, I want to be a vessel of healing, togetherness. Uh, come together right now over me, as they say in the trade. Till we meet again for all those behind the scenes, this is Tony B. wishing you a wonderful, peaceful, restful, non-stir-crazy Thursday. And uh, I thank you for being with us. Please be warm wherever you may be and stay dry. And stay uh, careful out in that weather all across our state and all across our region. And we'll come back tomorrow, God willing, and do this all over again. We are going to do a TLD logistics overdrive over time. We stay here and kick it. But in the meantime, to USA Peace. This is Big Lou Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKOM 101.7 FM, Columbia.